know I'm rolling. It's fair week. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 908, August 22nd, 2022. It was 97 degrees on this day on two occasions, 1898 and 1971, and as chilly as 43-degree low in 1890. Summer is winding down. I hope you've used Aquaside and there's still time to clean up those troublesome areas on your beach and swimming area. Aquaside has been keeping beachfronts and swimming areas free of weeds and muck and algae for more than 60 years with a great line of products. They're a White Bear Lake company. The products, you're not getting products from Japan. That's mm-hmm. right. Or China. These are White Bear Lake products. They're safe, they work quickly, they're registered with the EPA and DNR. And there's absolutely no reason you should let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. Chat them up. Explain exactly what you're looking at. What troubles you. They'll identify that problem and get the right product to you quickly. And your place is going to look great until it snows. And that's still a long way off. Copy. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now... From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. State Fair Week. I'll say. Let's go through the fair emails. When are you going to be at the fair? Here we go. Uh, Stacy, the GL geologist, writes, looking forward to seeing you at the fair. My best friend, Angie, who was the president of the Kenny Olson fan club, will be joining me. Okay. I, I don't, do I know Angie? Maybe I've met her previously. Uh, and, and if it, you need to find Stacy, just head on over to Andy's garage. No, but Stacy also knows we have a shaker. We have a shaker in uh, south of Bali, uh, Bali in Indonesia, and she said it's not a it's a it's a moderate shaker. It appears to have uh, caused minor damage, but no reported injuries. I have a note that uh, from a fellow Kenny who is very troubled when you pour your water. During the show, that was coffee. That's coffee. It is. It is uh, inconvenient, but I've grown accustomed to that sound. But yeah, apparently, I there are listeners who who haven't. Frankly, I don't care. But thank Linda, you. Linda writes, <laughs> "What is your fair schedule?" Here we go. All right, Linda. Uh, what one thing that puzzles me uh, is if you're asking us that, you presumably like the show. Mm-hmm. In other words, you you must listen occasionally. Sure. In fact, I would say more than occasionally. Sure, sure. By the way, hmm. I had a little inflation talk last night. Okay. As I was wondering, uh, I was inquiring of the kids I used to have, mm-hmm. how dramatically are you noticing inflation? Mm-hmm. And one kid who's a state fair freak is saying, she thinks what's happened at the fair is outrageous and will keep people away. It's 17 bucks to get in the door. What? A family of five, that's $85. Right. That's before you start spending money. Mm-hmm. Now, the $17 applies to what age? 
10 and up? Is it? What, what age does a kid get in at a reduced Let's look at the state fair prices. rate. <clears throat> is, I always thought it was 14 and $17 under. just to get in the gate? I'm going to need all that. I mean, that's tough on a family of five. I, I don't doubt that. 85 bucks. I was part of a host this weekend, and we noticed a drop in attendance. From for the, the pre- state tr- uh, tournament. For not much of a drop, but we did notice. I mean, it. attendance at the ball games or at your gala? No, at, at the ball at the ball games. Yeah, and 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 that talk had had happened with um, the powers that be. Like we wonder if if people's tight budgets had something to do with it. Pre-fair discount admission tickets for the state fair are now on sale for fourteen dollars. Okay. Okay. Tickets are valid for any age guest five plus. On any day, so really? four and under are always free. Four and under are free. Okay. Uh, so let's. But see. at five, they hit you up for the fee. Yes. Wow. Uh, let me Jerry just... Hammer, what are you doing? Hams. Hammer time. Okay, adults. Here's the here's the adult prices. Seventeen dollars for thirteen to sixty four. Thirteen to sixty four. What about over sixty four? Uh, sixty five plus is fifteen. Wow, a two dollar discount. Thanks. And then kids five to twelve are fifteen dollars. Right. Same price as the seniors. Are you saying we should cancel the fair? No. Oh. I'm but just, I'm the cutoff to get your tickets early, I think, is August twenty fourth. So make sure you get them if you're going to buy. Today is the twenty second. Yes. Pre, uh, purchase your pre-fair discount admission tickets and uh, blue ribbon book bargain books at Cub Stores July seventeenth through the twenty fourth of August. Well, back to the inflation talk. Go. I I can honestly say I only notice it at the gas station because I don't do the shopping. The Eggs that shopping. used to be a buck sixty nine are now three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. All right. How did you know so quickly that a family of five at seventeen apiece would cost eighty five? Because I did it last night on my calculator. Okay. Yeah. You know, my favorite part trust himself. of the entrance process at the fair mm-hmm. is always the um, the individual that probably is bringing stuff in that they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guy will slap the backpack down. Yeah, you can't bring your anvil in, sir. That's, yeah. that's got to right. go. And it takes about 20 minutes for him to get through the, the entrance. Can, can, we, I, can we get back to Linda's letter? I think I'm, it was I'm, Linda. I'm, I'm, I'm going to right now. Okay, speaking of not listening and the schedule, <laughs> uh, I have a question, Joe. Mm-hmm. One of those Fridays we're starting early. The, this coming Friday. This Friday. This Friday. No. Yes. 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 This Friday. This Friday. This Friday we're starting early. Yes. What time? Eleven a.m. Thank you. I'm writing that down. All right. Now back to Linda's inquiry. Uh, I get many of these, and uh, no, no uh, indictment of Linda, but she said, "What is your fair get? Ske- what is your schedule at the fair?" Well, we, we've been saying it now for about two weeks. Every day. So I'm wondering what the listening habits are of the people who ask us this question. Well, Joe, we get that email a lot. Um, you know, people listening to shows we did in July, they're getting caught up. A lot of people I, I do guess, that. I guess I need to more uh, thoroughly remember how convenient podcasts are. You just listen to them whenever you want. Yeah, it's destination listening. Right. Joe, I'm a little behind uh, my listening, having just spent a week in Bozeman, Montana, we all know that you and the Chuckleheads will be at the State Fair, and so will the band Dawson Hollow. Do you plan to have them on the show? And if so, do you have any idea 
when they might appear. Good luck, and now more than ever, keep pushing back Gary Liebman and Egan. Yes, I would love to know when Dawson Hollow is appearing, because, yes, we are having Dawson Hollow. I would like to know that, too. They are... Well, who who does know that? Dawson well, Hollow. Susan uh, Ritt does. Correct. And I'm waiting to hear back. Uh, we have, let's see, Locut County, Tiger Straits Legacy. Uh, don't wait for me. Let me look it up. What about Diana Ross? Did you book her? No, nope, not yet. Yep, she's good. I don't think Sharon Jones is going to join us this year. Oh, oh, Chris. Oh, that is dark. That was very hurtful. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that's one of my state fair highlights. That was pretty awesome, I will say. Sharon there with Marjorie. W- with Marjorie, my it was one of my favorite moments. That was yeah, great. yeah. Maybe well, could, one I, of my. F- I'm going to be using that in our absence next Wednesday. In whose absence? We're we not be doing a show. show. A week from Wednesday. Oh yes. So that's the state fair schedule. This Thursday we're there. We record at noon. Friday we record at eleven. Monday through Friday the following week, we record at 11 with the exception nope. of Wednesday when we won't be there. We record at noon. I'm course. sorry, noon. And two caveats there. The Thursday recordings might get pushed back because your warm-up act is uh, untrustworthy. They don't know when they're going to start or when they're going to finish or what they're going to talk about. There will be a pre-recording of the Krabby Coffee Shop on Thursday. Around right. 10.30, we're hoping. Dawson's Hollow is there Monday and Tuesday, the 29th and 30th. They perform at 1 o'clock and at 2.30. So if we can, we'd have to have them on right away at noon. So that's what we requested. I'm I'm eagerly anticipating. I thought they were booked already. That we will. No, a lot of times they don't get back to Susan, who has to be our go-through, because they're on tour or they're not. There's always subject to change with a lot of the musical guests, gentlemen. Uh, Dan notes uh, that he's anxious to see us at the fair. He's out in Zephyr country. That means Matamida. He he provided a, uh, a moment of Americana. Americana. He went to the Steel County Free Fair. Oatana. And uh, at the start of the Saturday Night Rodeo, they played the national anthem, and the grandstand announcer said, folks in Oatana kneel uh, and stand for the anthem. Wow. I don't even know what that means. But, he, but, but his P.S. is the most interesting. During the rodeo, as one of the bull riders was thrown off, the bull ran around the ring bucking his hind legs, and the announcer had the crowd cheering by declaring, that bull is more confused than Joe Biden doing a press conference. Hold on. Now, that's a good announcer. But boom, boom, boom. Hey. Boom. Speaking of bulls and cattle. Doris will be there, right, bringing livestock by? I've been in touch with Doris, and she's planning on being there. One of the days, she might have to come a little bit earlier, but she'll probably be there around 1 o'clock every day. That's fine. That's fine. You know, you mentioned Americana. I I, want to mention this. So I mentioned about the State Amateur Baseball Tournament. We do the anthem once a day before the very first game, right? Okay. You want Americana? Sure. I'll give you Americana. Yeah. An elderly gentleman there watching our first game on Saturday. You're in talking a, about the Minnesota State Town Ball Tournament. Correct. When Faribault, we're, at, we're on the host. Gentleman in a wheelchair, probably I'm going to guess in his early 80s. 
stood up and screamed, I can walk. No, he, <laughs> oh. he, he took him a minute, but he stood up for the really? anthem. I almost. The, Wonderful. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Shades Love of Bob that. Dole. That, Joe, that's the exact thought that Visiting I had in my mind. Who's, who's to w. Bush. W's, yeah. No, H.W. Yeah. H.W. Yeah, the older. Nate, who Other calls still alive. Nate, who calls himself the South Dakota, uh, South Dakota sure. correspondent, notes, uh, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. you. I made a quick trip to Phoenix this past weekend, and this is the weather alert I received. I have attached the warning, but there is the, here is the most interesting part. Quote, you are urged to carpool, telecommute, or use mass transit. The use of gasoline-powered equipment should be reduced or done late in the day. In the near future, when they issue these, they will just turn off your vehicle so you can't drive. You are right, and it's happening. Have a wonderful time at the fair. Come to South Dakota soon to save your sanity. Nate in Watertown, South Dakota. Now think of the folly of that. You are urged to carpool, telecommute, or use mass transit. The use of gasoline-powered equipment should be reduced or done late in the day. So you are a, a mom, and you... You eschew using the minivan that day. Mm-hmm. What What do you think? What impact do you think that has on Earth? Uh, um, zero. Yeah, I was gonna say less, uh, than, zero. Zero. less than zero. Less, less than, than zero. zero. Yeah. A question about the phrasing: um, In the future, your car will be turned off. No, he, that... the emailer is writing that. Okay, so that's his editorial. Right. Okay. Right. All right. But I don't think he's that far off. Did everyone have a wonderful weekend? None of your yeah. business. Yes. Uh, Reavers had a successful opening of the town ball tournament. Yep, two more weekends to go. And by the way, a lot of GLers stopped by to say hi. That was mm-hmm. very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. I found a new oh, Coney boy. Island. No. Al's Corral on Concord Street in South St. Paul. Yeah. It's by where the new Quick Trip is. Well, I don't know it's that. A, <laughs> it's a, an extremely small bar, and they have uh, half-pound bacon cheeseburgers that are charbroiled. Yeah. $6.25. Did you pay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I paid. I don't, I don't know who Al is. Oh. And the Coney Islands are four and a quarter, and they're a different style than um, the Gopher Bar and the old Coney Island but they are fantastic. What's the style? It's just, it's not that, um, the chili kind of packed on the top. Yeah. It's more of a wider bun, wider chili, but it's quality chili and it's really, really good that stuff. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it was a, it was a new find for me. Would so. you get me a couple and bring them to my house? I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I'll charge you more than six bucks though. Joe, all of you put on a wonderful show, and I look forward to it daily. I love the Thursday show and wanted to share a current project of mine with you since you mentioned Model A Fords. It is a 1935 window with a supercharged 1955 331 Hemi with a transmission out of a 2002 Suburban. My question would be, how would this look if it was powered by batteries? I don't think it would have the same effect. Also, can you please tell, oh, this is the guy. Please tell Kenny to stop filling up his water jug during the show. It is annoying. I understand that he is a bonehead, but I think he could handle that. And, uh, oh, maybe we could have Nick from the Krabby Coffee Shop do a special appearance at the State Fair. I'm, I'm unfamiliar with Nick. Nick from the Krabby Coffee Shop? 
would that be, Kenny? We had a guest on that had been uh, abducted numerous times. I think it was about once a year. And uh, the aliens, instead of probing him... I think I remember this. He was a weird dude. Every, Every visit, they took his nipples off... And planted some sort of seed where he grew new nipples. Mm. Huh. Now that's technology. I do remember that. Yeah, the guy, he kept going back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's that's like, you're not here it. for the camping, are you? It's that old line. That show was the highlight of the Krabby Coffee Shop. So if you've never listened, um, I, I wouldn't bother with any of the other episodes. I would just oh, find that on. one. Sometime in June, if I remember right. Okay. I want to return to Joe's email about the Model A and the electri- electrifying of it. That, there's no possible way that the car culture can continue with electric cars. What are you going to stand around and listen to? What are you going to point at and tinker? Right. What are you going to remove? What are you going to clean? You ain't got no hood to leave open so mom doesn't scratch bags off the hood. What is the point? They're government cars. Right. You wouldn't have to be proprietary about your vehicle. It's just heartbreaking. And so, uh, Joe M., who wrote this, you are, you are right. There, there will be no more 1935 windows to... to uh, certainly no one will electrify one. Maybe Neil Young who is trying to uh, turn a Lincoln Continental into an electric car, but that's just his uh, amusement. But this is just amazing. There'll be no reason to to pop the hood, crack the beer, and stand around and stare. Right. You mentioned Neil Young. That's kind of the new craze. A lot of people doing that now with uh, old hot rods, uh, putting electric... Well, if they have money. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it takes money. Yeah. They have money, they do it. I wonder where the technology is at for electric vehicles that um, are heavy-duty, um, big trucks that pull, you know, semis that pull trailers or bigger trucks that pull, you know, a crane or a, you know, even a skid loader or a tractor. Does the battery use, uh, does it use up more of the battery? Does that mean you have a shorter lifespan? I I don't know. I, I did get an email from a fellow who's all in favor of the electrification of the fleet. Uh, and he said, just imagine uh, traveling on the freeway and, and no more slowing down behind a semi. Hmm. <laughs> they'll, I don't get it. They'll, they'll be able to go faster. When they go to pass, they won't, uh, they won't hog the freeway for 10 minutes until they get around the guy they're trying to get by. Oh, assuming that the 65 limit is to save fuel. I got you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have a note from Rhonda, who writes, Joe, I'm an 83 graduate from Renville High School in western Minnesota. I remember having a passion for sporty cars and couldn't wait to get my license and drag the main on Friday night. The guys in my class often had their senior pictures taken with their cars. Those are the guys I wanted to date. The gearheads. 
I married an engineer, but I'm driving a vintage 04 Toyota Sequoia and still love it. It's not the Mustang I always dreamed of, but it's a great vehicle for Minnesota winters and all the outdoor adventures we take. Thanks for keeping the car nostalgia alive. Rhonda, who is a CI girl. Love to hear that. She's a CI girl. Love that. Yeah. Thank you, Rhonda. All right. Help me. Car guys and other garage guys, have you heard about these gator hooks? Well, yeah, of course magnets. we have. I They're use, magnets. I, you know what? I moved some around in my garage this past weekend. I, they are very cool, and and they they continue to help you organize your garage because you want to get stuff off the floor. You hang them on a gator hook. They're movable hooks with a patented magnetic technology. There are multiple poles on the back of these. When you attach a gator hook, it's got a hook on it so you can hang stuff. And they got baskets and multiple applications. They're really cool. I'll tell you about the website in a minute. But you, you can't pull that magnet off by yourself. That's how strong they are. Because they hold 25 pounds. Right. So you flip a little plastic lever it's and nothing. boom, it just steps into your hand and you move it to the next You're shocked at location. how easily, when you flip that up, you move it. Toolboxes, steel shells, cabinets, workbenches, fire doors, second fridges and freezers, they all become useful storage spaces. Drink holders. The side of your pickup truck becomes a storage space when you're out on the job site. These things are incredible. It's a really, really neat invention. And... Uh, you can find out more and watch how they work at a really cool website, GatorMagnetics.com. I'm using them. Hi, how are I, you? I'm, I'm using them in the garage, and uh, and I'll continue to. Okay. GatorMagnetics.com. You know, one of the biggest, well, the second biggest question I get is not when are you guys going to be out at the fair and what days. It's where can I find the spiral light candle booth? Well, I got the gist of the fair for your uh, spiral light candles. They are in the coupon book this year. You save six bucks on a medium candle. That pays for the book. It's the cheapest candle you're ever going to get. They do have the cylinder index at the fair again, but this year she's out in the open. It was so successful last year. You don't need the wink, wink, no, no, sorry, no more. They're going to have them right out there. They're also going to have the Score North Purple Positivity candle for sale as well. And I'll tell you, they have some fair-only candle scents this year, bringing back some of the originals, and they have a fair exclusive for 2022 only, the mini donut candle. It smells like a warm bag of donuts. I can't wait to smell that one. Also, I'll tell you what, they're going to be in the uh, grandstand, lower-level grandstand, the northeast corner, find the cheese folks, and they're right next door. Brooklyn? Um, um, <laughs> a mini... I didn't catch that. You know, you could probably get that one. I'm going to talk to them about that. Uh, a rainy and a rainy night in Brooklyn would be a great candle to have. Uh, remember, there are spiral light candles online at spiralightcandles.com. Catch them in the fair, lower level grandstand, northeast corner, right by the cheese, folks. You won't be disappointed. Stop burning those boring candles. Start burning fun candles that burn in a spiral motion. You will not be disappointed at that conversation piece. Check out their wares at the Minnesota State Fair or a little preview for yourself online at spiralightcandles.com. I'm eastbound and down. You cannot stop him. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. I don't know if you've been watching, but the cost of building materials still going up. That's why you need to get on aimhighconstructionmn.com right now. Uh, get a hold of Chris and get the ball rolling, Aim High Construction. They're going to help you with everything from 
design consultation to the very last day they're on the job. A full-service construction company. Quality and honest service are their deal. And if that means you're going to get on the schedule, but it'll be a couple months, they're going to be honest with you about that. But do it. Aim High Construction. They're experts in portions of construction, all portions, uh, new builds to remodels and everything in between, new roof, siding, concrete, garages. Uh, wh- wh- what do you need? you need a new deck? you need to freshen up an old deck? Aim High can do deck-related miracles. Get that home and update and improve your environment and your morale. Uh, you'll even force the equity on your home up doing it. Go to aimhighconstructionmn.com. Get in touch with Chris and get uh, get that ball rolling. Get on the schedule today. I spent a pleasant 30 minutes the other night before the rains came. Must have been Thursday night. Reading a piece uh, on the site Common Sense by Barry Weiss. It's called The New Founders American Needs. It's essentially Barry's speech to the first students at the University of Austin in Texas. Barry Weiss was a New York Times editorialist who, by the grace of God, woke up one day and said, this is B as in B, S as in S, what's going on at this newspaper, and uh, broke free and left. And uh, she's, uh, I I love her work. And this is the uh, speech. Apparently there's a new school in Austin dedicated to preserving America pre-mystery. Okay. She doesn't call it the mystery, but that's what she's writing about, that we're dedicated here to preserving the mystery. And, and she, her first sentence to the new students, or her first remarks were, before I begin, I must recognize that we are currently... Oh. What? On native land? No. Just wait oh. for it, man. Can, can I just calm down? Okay. Before I begin, I must recognize that we are currently sitting on the ancestral home of the Apache, and that my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm also a cisgendered woman, a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, generally able-bodied, though my eyesight is less than 20-20, and I can't run more than a half mile. Also, my own family was displaced displaced by Cossacks at some point in the mid-1800s in what is now called Poland, and we're still waiting for an apology. Well, she's, it's a bit. She's mocking Oh, okay. what is heard Boy, I got at in. other schools. And then she writes, I'm older than you guys, so I remember a time when the sentences I just uttered would have been incomprehensible outside of a critical theory class with a couple of dozen people. That was back when the idea of staying woke was a lyric lead belly saying. That was before the phrase cancel culture was a thing. Now, this is 19 pages, and I can't read all of you. I can't read it too. I can't read the whole thing. But I... I recommend that you look it up. Uh, it's called The New Founders America Needs. And what she's. I will link it to the GL website. What she's hypothesizing to these young people is that they have to be the new founders of the country. They, they certainly can't replace the founding fathers, but they're new in the sense that they're going to preserve what the founding fathers intended, and it's being taken from us. And she had a great line in here. I wish we would have thought of it. And, and it makes a great deal of sense. The whole country right now, in essence, is a college campus. And if you think about that, it makes sense. Because all of this B as in B, S as in S that's pouring out of the failed academy is now pouring out of law firms, corporations, industries, entertainment, news gathering. The whole country is a college campus, and it's failing. It's failing. Yep. 
just like the failed academy. And she has some brilliant takes as she's addressing these uh, these kids. I guess they're kids. And it's uh, it's just a, a mean, a, a wonderful idea that, uh, and I texted back to the fellow who alerted me to this, that every state in the union needs one of these new colleges. Uh, it's just extraordinary. I'm trying to find bits and pieces of it to you that I could read. And persuasion, the purpose of argument, is replaced with public shaming. Moral complexity is replaced with moral certainty. Facts are replaced with feelings. The rule of law is replaced with mob rule. Ideas are replaced with identity. Forgiveness is replaced with punishment. Debate is replaced with disinvitation and deplatforming. Diversity is replaced with homogene hom homogeneity of thought. Inclusion with exclusion. Excellence with equity. In this ideology, Disagreement is recast as trauma. So speech is violence. Mm -hmm. But violence when carried out by the right people in pursuit of a just cause is not violence at all, but in fact justice. In this ideology, bullying is wrong unless you are bullying the right people. In which case, it's very, very good. In this ideology, information that does comport with the narrative is recast that doesn't report with the narrative is recast as disinformation. On and on and on she goes. She's got it all figured out. Uh, it's everything we've ever we've ever talked about, and uh, she brings up examples. Uh, Emmanuel Cafferty, a Hispanic utility worker at San Diego Gas and Electric, was fired for making what someone said they thought was a white supremacist hand gesture. In fact, he was fidgeting with his fingers out his car window. In this ideology, you are guilty for the sins of your fathers. In other words, you are not you. You are only a mere avatar of your race or your religion or your class. This is why third graders in Cupertino, California, were asked to rate themselves in terms of their power and privilege. It is why an elementary school in Washington, D.C. gave kindergartners a fist book asking them to identify racist family members. Uh, I, I just can't uh, tell you enough how, how it, how it uh, hits home with everything we've been talking about in uh, GL in, uh, in GL. Uh, in this revolution, skeptics are recast as heretics. Those who do not abide by every single aspect of its creed are tarnished as bigots, subjected to boycotts, and their work to political litmus tests. The Enlightenment, as the critic Edward Rothstein has put it, has been replaced by the exorcism. What we call the cancel culture is really the justice system of this revolution. And the goal of the cancellations is not merely to punish the person being canceled. The goal is to send a message to everyone else, step out of line and you're next. And she says, it's worked. A recent Cato study found that 62% of Americans are afraid to voice their true views. Nearly a quarter of American academics endorse ousting a colleague for having a wrong opinion about hot button issues such as immigration. And nearly 70% of students favor reporting professors if the professor says something that students find offensive, mm. according to a Challey <clears throat> Institute for Global Innovation Survey. Think about that. A majority of students in America think it is a virtue to inform on their wrong thinking professors. I had a meeting Friday. Were we off Friday? Yes, we were off Friday. I had a meeting and, uh, with a fellow, and he had to bring into the meeting 
uh, an attorney from Milwaukee okay. via Zoom. You being sued? No. Oh. And I had read this piece the previous night. I was thinking to myself, if this woman introduces herself by suggesting oh. what pronouns are, and she didn't, she was great. But I was thinking, what will I do? Because I want to be a new founder, like Barry Weiss is talking about. I want We are pushbackers. Yep, correct. I was prepared to say, that's it. We're not having this meeting. I'll see you. Goodbye. And that's what I would have done. But I, ha I did not have to do that. She was wonderful, a female a young attorney. But she didn't have any of the B as in BS as in S. Okay. None of it. So it all worked out great. But isn't that a, its own indictment that you were prepared That I was for wondering. That? that I was wondering. Yes. But we all have to. And we all have to be prepared yep. to push back. And, and Barry writes, how did this become normal? What happened? Uh, why have so many, especially so many young people, even your friends have been drawn to this ideology. And she says, I don't think it's because they're stupid. All of this has taken place on the backdrop of major changes in American life, the tearing apart of our social fabric, the loss of religion, and the decline of civic organizations, the opioid crisis, the collapse of American industries, the rise of big tech, successful financial crises, successive financial crises, a toxic public discourse, crushing student debt, an epidemic of loneliness, a crisis of meaning, a pandemic of distrust. It has taken place against the backdrop in which the American dream has felt like a punchline. The inequalities of our supposedly fair, liberal meritocracy clearly rigged in favor of some people and against others, and so on. I became converted because I was ripe for it and lived in a disintegrating society thrusting for faith. That was Arthur Kessler writing in 1949 about his love affair with communism. But the same might be said of the new revolutionary faith. And like other religions at their inception, this one has, hit the, has lit the souls of true believers on fire, eager to burn anything down that stands in their way. So what are we to do? The answer is not liberalism. If liberalism means defending the ministry of truth is necessary to fight disinformation or protesting outside the homes of Supreme Court justices in the name of justice, nor is it conservatism if conservatism means defending the rights of big tech to shut down the public square to conservatives or fawning over European autocrats and theocracies <laughs> and calling for a similar model of government to dawn on our shows. That's why the founders left there. No, we have to get more fundamental and more foundational. We have to get beyond the tired and rotted out ideas about left and right and ask what are the virtues and values that have made America and the West the best, freest, most enlightened, most tolerant of minorities, most open to new ideas, most innovative places in the history of the world. The founders that granted us independence from an older tyranny bequeathed to us a world-transforming set of ideas that nearly 250 years later still, still feel radical. I believe that after the un-American revolution, we are living through a new generation of founders will lead us out by looking to those same bedrock principles. And I believe that you in this room, this new school in Texas, can and should be among those founders. I believe here at the University of Austin, Texas, is a sign that you know something has gone terribly wrong and you know that only risk takers are going to write it. Right. 
So given that we aren't literally setting a new frontier or setting up a colony on Mars, at least not yet, what does that look like? Well, the original Declaration of Independence had one call to action. I have 10, and none of them require you to enlist in a local <laughs> militia. And then she lists the 10 things that would be the, the identifying dynamics of a new founder. Uh, number one, reject the politics of resentment and recognize our privilege. Two, defend the rule of law. I'm really abbreviating what she's written. Three, defend freedom of speech. Four, break your addiction to prestige. Yeah. Five, reject moral relativism. Uh, six, to be a founder means to defend witches. Let's, let's explain what she means by that. Good people right now are being scapegoated. They are being burned as witches, judged based on their worst moment and hung out to dry because of a mistake or a bad joke or a bad thought or a lapse in judgment. David Sabatini, one of the most important scientists in this country, is now collecting unemployment because of unverified claims of sexual misconduct. Feminist philosophy professor Kathleen Stock was pushed out of the University of Sussex because her research on sex and gender offended some students. Joshua Katz was smeared as a racist by Princeton for speaking out against racial, radical anti-racist measures, measures such as institutionalized struggle sessions and race-based compensation for professors until he was finally fired. I could go on and on and on. It's appalling, illiberal, and morally wrong, and yet too often we remain silent. Here's what I mean. The issue of gender ide ideology is one I did not want to touch. I was scared, sure, but I also didn't want to think it was worth it. I didn't think it was even my issue. Let other people handle it. And so I watched from the sidelines as women like Abigail Schreier and J.K. Rowling said wild things like, hey, biological men and biological women probably shouldn't share a prison cell. Or maybe a 15-year-old is too young to decide on her own sterilization. These women weren't thrown on a pyre, but they were humiliated. They were threatened and slandered. It's easy to see this happen and say, I am not touching that with a 10-foot pole. You see, a lot of people are letting other people fight the fight on the logic that it's not the right hill for them to die on. But at some point, you run out of hills. Principles are not like money. You do not need to be judicious and stingy about how you spend the capital of integrity and who you spend it on. No, the more hills you die on, the more valuable you become. So find more hills to die on and more witches to defend, even and maybe especially if those witches are flawed. Uh, seven, number seven point, to be a founder means to use your own eyes and ears. Believe what you see. Believe what your own More eyes are telling you. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. fall for the BS. Facts are stubborn things. That's right. Number eight, uh, refuse to submit your relationships and friendships to political litmus tests. <laughs> here, number here. nine, yes. number nine, uh, resist nihilism. Number 10, above all, to be a founder is to build new things. And I begin that list with gratitude. And she goes on to say that this is, this is the end of her speech. Uh, uh, we all wanted certainty. We all wanted to coast on what we knew, that the world we were born into would remain as it was, that the institutions would remain strong and trustworthy, and the political parties would remain consistent and fixed. None of us expected this. But then again, 
Neither did those who decided to leave the old world and build the new. Don't forget, more than a dozen of the actual founders were 18th century millennials under the age of 35. Mm. So don't tell me that small groups of young people cannot transform the world when they made ours. If you are in this room, there's a very good chance that you are one of the new founders. Here, here, here. I wish we had Hurrah, that. Hurrah. We need that school. We need a school like that in every state. It ain't the U of M. Uh, no. It ain't St. Thomas. St. Kate's. It ain't Carleton. It ain't St. Kate's. St. Kate's. These are all failed academies because they're all pursuing the same wrong ideology. This is a brilliant stuff. It's in Common Sense, Barry Weiss. What's the? I was going to ask you, what's the exact title for it again? The New Founders America Needs. The New Founders America, America Needs. Needs. You want a dog, Rook? Yeah. How fast? Pronto. I can get you a Pronto, Pop. Yeah. Where are we going to get them? Fair. Ah, a couple of days. I bet they're making preparations right now. Here. Putting the finishing touches on their booths. There's there. It's Greg and Wayne Carnes. Uh, They're GLers, and they've got eight Prano Pup locations. That that's been the wiener in the bun since 1947. Yep. But here's the best thing they've done. We've talked about inflation and how it's impacting the fair. They're they're taking a stand. They're pushing back. They're holding their prices to the 2019 levels. Woo! But you know nobody's going to do that at the fair. But they're doing it. Well, then we should patronize. Eight Prano Pup locations, and you're going to pay what you paid in 2019. Boom. They're fighting inflation with America's original food on I'm a stick. I'm going to have a Prano Pup I'm getting one. I never have them. Not because day. I don't like them, nice. because I just don't eat that kind of food. But in honor of what the Carnes family is doing, I'm having me a dog. You're going to take a stand. I'm getting a Prano Pup. I'm not going to get one. Because it's like beer. I never just have one. Yeah, well, I might get two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, eight great locations throughout the fairgrounds, so uh, support Prano Pups. It's the official food on a stick in Garage Logic. First thing in life is safety, no matter what you're doing. I don't care what event, what you are planning on doing, always stay safe. And you know what? Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services seconds that. They get behind that. Why? Well, because they want to remind you, Safety is a huge concern when you're climbing on a ladder. Uh, your footings, the type of ladder you're on, how high up you're going. You may be like me and a little get a little woozy and you get a little uh, disoriented if you go too high up. I can't go up to the second story. Absolutely not. So when my windows are dirty, what do I want to do? I want to call Window Kahuna Cleaning and Seasonal Services. What seasonal services? Well, they also do gutter cleaning, roof washing, house washing. They can get rid of that unsightly lichen that may be on your roof. And they'll do it professionally, and they'll also do it quickly. They're squeegee experts that are doing the windows. We've had several reports from GLers saying they were in and out in no time. They truly are. It was like a squeegee concert. So if you'd like to uh, stay off the ladder, which I highly recommend, I want you to get in touch with them. 612-888-5248 or go to kahunawindowcleaning.com, book a cleaning Mention that you're a GLer, and they will waive the trip charge. So it's not about, that is about you, I guess. It's about you staying safe. Get in touch with Kahuna today before the uh, snow is flying and clean out those gutters, get the windows done, and tell them that the Rook sent you. KahunaWindowCleaning.com. 
The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Well, unlike your chemical cabinet, there never seems to be a shortage of sea foam at the local farm store I go to. And you know what? Actually, all the stores I go to, the local equities, the co-ops, NAC hardware, sea stores, auto parts, repair shops, seems like uh, sea foam is everywhere. And honestly, I really have to wonder what your commitment level is to your cylinders if you run out at home. You've got to stock up. Make the investment. It's going to save you a lot of time and headaches down the road with downtime repair expense and the general irritation that comes with breakdowns uh you really should be buying the seafoam motor treatment by the case or the gallon it's available by the gallon uh because of the simple miracle it always performs it keeps everything within the confines of our engines happy and that's from uh, the get-go to the very end intake to exhaust it's a true miracle it's magic in a can it's a wonderful wonderful product in a very in a world of very expensive and bad gas it's seafoam have you guys seen the uh pictures of the new stonehenge that was discovered really in Spain? No, I did not. I have not seen those yet. Well, they're having a drought. Okay. And uh, lo and behold, at the bottom of the, what was once a body of water is a Spanish stone hedge. Oh, I did see that, yes. Reemerged. Yeah. And uh, Eric notes, how could this be? <laughs> it has been seen four times before due to low water. Wouldn't that mean that this has all happened before? Yes. And climate change wouldn't be to blame? You are correct. <laughs> At the end of the article, they say more record-breaking heat waves in U.S. and Europe prove climate change is already here. Well, what the hell am I supposed to believe? Help me, Flashlight King. Help me. <laughs> what you're supposed to believe, Eric, is trust your own eyes and trust what you just saw. You just saw the emergence. Well, we just had it uh, last week. With the hunger stones appearing in the El, in the River Elbe, yes, in uh, Germany or Czechoslovakia, where people hundreds and hundreds of years ago wrote, uh, "Look out! You know, hunger's coming. We're having this drought, and now those stones are exposed again. It's happened before." Yeah, I'm reading. I'm I see it at CNN.com right now, and I'm reading up on it. I'm sure they'll put a climate change twist on it. I'll look for that, but because they're just deceitful as hell. You guys. Uh, Sorry, can you go ahead? Did you did you read out loud what Barry said on her seventh bullet point? Use your own sensibilities to yeah. decipher fact and fiction. Right. Yeah. Do your own research. Be independent minding. Seek out the truth. Don't rely on others to tell you how things are. Remember, I believe it was last week, and I do believe it was CNN, their website, you know, because we've been hearing about the Lake Mead tragedy, climate change, and then the flash flooding that went mm-hmm. through. So wait, 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 wait. We don't have enough water. But then it rained too much <laughs> in the in the span of what ten or fourteen days. Happens all the time. I just it was laughable. I, I read something to the effect that climate deniers are using past records to uh, make their case as though that's wrong. In other words, I'm guilty for using a record that was established in 1850 to say <laughs> right. this has all happened before. I'm a denier. Yes. No, it's happened before. That's oh, fact. Oh, here we go. Okay, let me just tell you background. It was discovered by German archaeologist Hugo Obermeyer in 1926. What was? Uh, these Spanish Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. But the area was flooded in 1963 in a rural development project under Francisco Franco's 
dictatorship. Yep. Since then, it has only become visible four times. Uh-huh. Scroll ahead. Uh, climate change has left the Iberian Peninsula at its driest in 1,200 years, and winter rains are expected to diminish further, a study published in the Nature Geoscience Journal showed. So there's your climate change twist that CNN throws on it. B and B. These are believed to have been dated back to 5,000 B.C. Wow. But it floods, then it dries. It floods, then it dries. That's what happened. Oy vey. <laughs> well, I guess Dallas is being inundated with rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way too much and rain. And well, the nightly news will advertise that as climate change. Mm-hmm. But, okay, the flash flooding, though, the, the, you were just make, making fun of it a little bit. Well, there is bound to be flash flooding. Especially in a drought. In when a the, drought. It, the, the ground the is The ground solid. is hardened up, and it can't contain the water. So, yes, it's going to run. It's terrible. Right. It's inconvenient. What's the difference between a flash flood in Dallas today and 150 years ago? There's more people living in Thank Dallas. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at that. This in this story, they said that dictator did a rural development, so it changed some of the water stuff. Mm-hmm. That was human made. That was not climate driven. Have any of you seen the dreadful video of a fellow in New York who left yes. the restaurant and then sucker punched someone he didn't even know, leaving that man unconscious? Fracturing his skull and causing a brain bleed. It made me yes. so angry. I wanted to reach into my computer and strangle this guy. The guy's name is Boo Van Fu, 53, from the Bronx. He was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder after punching a man unconscious, fracturing his skull and causing a brain bleed. On Thursday, Fu was allowed to leave Bronx criminal court after he was charged with a misdemeanor assault, That's we can't. It, huh? You can't have a country with this. Nope. New uh, NYPD initially said that he faced attempted murder charges. However, the Bronx DA decided on the misdemeanor charge instead. Fu was now charged with third-degree assault and second-degree harassment. These charges do not carry bail requirements, even though he has previously been convicted of a felony. He's a registered sex offender convicted in 1995 of sexual abuse and spent six years in prison with lifetime parole. The victim, whose skull was fractured, had brain surgery and is currently in bad condition. Man. You can't have a country with this kind of uh, lack of law enforcement. And that's why you need to vote out people like Keith Ellison. And by law enforcement, you meet judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay and attention pro- to and DAs. Yeah. Court records obtained by the Daily Mail indicate that Fu's charges are now third-degree assault and second-degree harassment. The basis of the charges is because Fu intentionally caused physical injury with intent to harass, annoy, or alarm. Fu was convicted for attempted robbery in 1991 and is a registered sex offender who was out on parole after being convicted of raping a 17-year-old girl at gunpoint on Christmas Eve, 1994. So she had a pleasant Christmas. He was released from prison in March 2019. In horrifying footage released by the NYPD, Fu was seen walking out of the Fuego Tipico restaurant at the Bronx and putting on a pair of gloves. 
He is then seen punching the victim with great force in the back of the head. The victim was found unconscious and unresponsive on the ground after the unprovoked attack and was rushed to the hospital. Uh, court records indicate he had surgery and is currently in a coma. How could this guy walk? What kind of country can you have if you're not going to uh, put these people in prison and demand stiff bail? Who was said to be a convicted sex offender and was part of a gang rape in 94, released from prison in 2015? Uh... The Bronx DA said Fu contacted his parole officer following the attack. In a conversation with Fu's parole officer documented by the court, he recounts the incident. I'm in trouble. I hit somebody and he's in the hospital. I don't know if he's dead. The police are looking for me. I was at the restaurant and I know the police are looking for me. The horrifying surveillance video released by the NYPD captures the moment Fu put on a pair of gloves and swung with great force. The fellow then immediately fell to the floor, appearing to be unconscious, banging his head on the concrete after the attack. My God. The victim suffered a skull fracture, broken cheekbones, bleeding on the brain, with EMS rushing him to NYC Health and Hospitals Jacoby. The NYPD claimed that uh, without prior conversation or altercation, this happened. How can you have a country? And not only how can you have a country, when society dissolves to this degree, everything goes with it, gentlemen. When there, when, when there isn't the sense of safety, everything suffers as a result of it. Everything. I bet Yakov Smirnoff is changing his tune. I don't what know what country. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, it's Barry's second... Uh, call to action in her 10 rules to be a new founder. Defend the rule of law. Hmm. We have always defended the rule of law. And we're no longer defending the rule of law in many cases. No, we are not. This kind of violence has been normalized. The other day in a city where I live, a man attempted to, to stab Dave Chappelle in front of tens of thousands of people at the Hollywood Bowl. Chappelle was unheard, blah, blah, blah. Why in the summer of 2020 could an organized political faction in Seattle take over a police precinct and a whole neighborhood? Boy, good point there. Mm -hmm. To be a founder, to be a builder, is to absolutely reject such violence as normal and to defend the rule of law. Absolutely. It's, it's, happen it's not happening in the Twin Cities. The rule of law is not being defended. There are too many repeat criminals on the street repeating their crimes. Because that's all they know. So when you say that, and Frey proposes $400 million to boost MPD staffing efforts, even if the Minneapolis police were at full force, what difference does it make? Mm -hmm. Because they're still going to be out within hours. Yeah, it's a turnstile. It's like they're going on a ride at Valley Fair for crying out loud. So all of this is posturing. You know, if we have 50 Minneapolis police or 5,000, what difference does it make when they're all churned out? And right I, Kenny, I was wondering about that because obviously he's doing this. I, I'm guessing his intentions are correct. But this is him. Is this him trying in some way to 
uh, prevent more lawsuits coming? Because they've already been sued multiple this times. This is him backpedaling downhill Who, as fast he? as he possibly Fry. can. Oh. Mayor Fry. Did you guys read the letter to the editor in the Star Tribune Sunday paper about a black woman, a mother of two, who lives near 38th in Chicago? No. How's her life? And she wrote a brilliant letter saying what a disaster that intersection has been, how traumatic it is for her children, how it's a complete failure of leadership, particularly between Andrea Jenkins and Jacob Fry, Mm -hmm. who have believed that by leaving that alone, they are honoring some BS political ideology. I told you guys... Ten days ago, two weeks ago, I drove through there twice. It is a pathetic urban mess. And Andrea Jenkins, who represents the area, is responsible. So is the mayor, Fry. And they, they sell it by saying, this is the kind of grieving that needs to take place. It's not grieving. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous, and it's a place where you can die. Mm -hmm. Two people have been shot within the last two weeks. They it's should pathetic. set up residence in that abandoned gas station, yeah. Such They should have to be, uh, they should live right there and witness what they have wrought 24 hours a day. There's nothing meaningful about this. There's nothing cultural about it. This is where new founders would have to come in and say, you people are full of B as in B, S as in S. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It ends now. It, it's, it's pathetic. I, I've got to save that letter. Just pathetic. Yeah. And she did a wonderful job saying this is a political problem. You people have looked the other way on what this really is. It's an urban mess. There are no rules. There are no there's no point of law. It's pathetic. It could be with a lot of effort, but oh. it's certainly not even close. It's the opposite now. Oh, it's just it's just ridiculous and you know, this woman writes about the gunshots and the people passed out in her backyard. And, oh, my God, what a situation she's had to put up with. It's just incredible. Say, have you been doing your fall riding yet? No, you haven't. It's not fall. It's not fall yet. But when you do, I hope you're riding on an electric bike from EcoFun Motorsports. Can you do fall riding in the late summer? I, I meant to say, hey, have you done your, I, I meant to say, have you done your late summer riding? There we it's, go. It's, uh, EcoFun Motorsports has the equipment you need at two locations. Forest Lake, the brand new store on uh, 97, just west of Interstate 35, and a store that opened this summer in Burnsville on the service road located off 35W near Pawn of America. These are really, really great toys. And let's face it, that's what they are. But they're really grown-up toys, too. Yeah. They got the kids' toys. You got some neat problems, but you still like to go for a bike ride? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's you how you work it. your problems out. There you go. And <laughs> they got the gas scooters yep. that turn every urban errand. Into a, <laughs> an exciting tour of the countryside. Into an adventure. It's so exciting, you could choke a guy up. It chokes right. a guy up. Well, story. I do get choked up when I think that you can take one of those little scooters, go to the gas station, and you're running errands for 100 miles on about $2. You're yep. beating the man. Boom, yep. boom, 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 boom. to you. Youth ATVs, recreational equipment, helmets and apparel, and a great fit on any one of those 25 different brands of electric bikes. At EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, that's on 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35, and the store that opened in June this year in Burnsville on the service road off 35W. Uh, look for a big pawn America there, and you'll see that. 
that uh, EcoFun Motorsports. Also a great website at EcoFunMotorsports.com. You know what Kenny's got left? He's got to get his tickets. Book your trip, Kenny, for Croatia. Yes, okay. it's the rookie here for Escape With Us Vacations. I would love to go. It's beautiful. My sisters, Teresa and Maria, have been there. They have seen this. And I know other people that have been to Croatia, and it is unbelievably beautiful. And right now, there's only a few cabins left for that trip. That's in October, the 1st through the 8th, 2500 bucks per person. All expenses are paid. It's a wonderful trip, and I want you to experience that. Your host, Teresa and Maria, will have some great rookie stories of me growing up that i should think they should charge more for that but right now get your 2023 spring break plans taken care of right now it only requires a low deposit and you can make payments along the way they're really smart at escape with us vacations they understand you might have to you know stretch it out a little bit like i would have to multi-generational travel life gets so busy with work and kids sporting events we just don't spend the time together that we used to. Have you ever thought about whisking the kids or the grandkids away for a week, making some memories together? Take them on a trip they'll always remember. Might be riding horses at a dude ranch in Colorado, playing volleyball on a beach in Mexico, walking the quaint towns of Italy with gelato in your hand. The time is now to plan that. Escape. Yes, escape with us vacations can make it happen for your family. Here's the telephone number, 651-788-4338. For my two sisters, travel is their life, and they do a fantastic job. They'll take you to Brooklyn as well. <laughs> Email them at travel at, oh <laughs> travel at escapewithusvacations.com, 651-788-4338. Book that Croatia trip today. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. The Minnesota State Fair at Maple Grove Lock and Safe is entering its second week, and the fair hasn't even started yet. But be aware, the sale ends this Friday, August 25th, 10% off all safes, or save 20% off on select Liberty safes through the end of the week. But you're going to need to stop into Maple Grove Lock and Safe, chat with Rich to nail down the right safe that's going to work for you. And you'd think that'd be easy enough, um, you know, to do at home with the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. But Rich, he's got over 100 units in stock, and he's going to assist you in your forever happiness when you get that baby home. The Liberty Safe, the best safe you can buy in the USA, made right here in the United States of America. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Get uh, familiar with the lineup and the different levels of protection from both fire and the dirty Johnny Sneakums of the world. Again, the early state fair special, it's 10% off all safes or 20% off select Liberty Safes through this Friday the 25th at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and on the web at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. So, Such, as we're reaching the uh, waning moments of the GL podcast here, remember, uh, at the op- in the opening moments, I asked you very clumsily, I might add, a question about electric vehicles and towing. Yes. Well, I didn't realize at the time that at 11 a.m., Jordy sent me an email Regarding that very topic, this is really weird, and it is a link to a car and driver piece from the September 22, um, or no, it says August 18th, 2022, headline, Tested How Towing Affects the Electric Pickups, the Hummer EV, the Rivian R1T, and the Ford F-150 Lightning. 
And uh, none of these vehicles really pass the towing test. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting piece. Really? Yeah. I'll uh, forward that piece to you. Car and Driver, great magazine. How are you and supposed it? to get the electric boat up to the lake? Right, and that's what Jordy was speculating in his comments. That, that means the, the camping crowd and the towing crowd and the recreating crowd, their lives are over. Hmm. I have another car note from Dan who writes... Since I've been searching for a World War II Jeep to set up in honor of Dad and the 17th Airborne Division. Oh, wait, you may you read my note a couple of months ago about my dad who was a glider inf- who was in the glider infantry back in World War II. You made him a great living American. Since then, I've been searching for a World War II Jeep to set up in honor of Dad and the 17th Airborne Division, much to my much to the dismay of the, my BD budget director. I found one this last weekend at a military vehicle show near Anawa, Wisconsin, about 20 miles east of Wausau. The show was held at a car museum called Motorama Auto Museum. The guy has 40 Alfa Romeos. What? Most of those were used in various racing events. The rest of the cars are a very basic, eclectic selection of their rare automotive history. It's three hours east of St. Paul, but I'm pretty sure it's right up your alley and might be worth the trip. Dan Oz from Eden Prairie in Fort Myers, Florida. I did not know that. In the middle of Wisconsin, there is an Alfa Romeo Museum. And, and, Have you, and you've never been? I've never even heard of it till this guy sent me the email. How is that possible? I don't know how that's wow. possible. And um, uh, the other day I was wondering what I'd really like to know is where, where does the city of New York keep that Chrysler Imperial parade car? When not in use, oh. and of course uh, Kelsey did the work that you guys don't do. No, we don't. Uh, it has its own garage in Brooklyn where it's kept. Oh, I saw that in the story I was looking at, but I became enamored with the designer. Uh, your previous emailer Gary might be interested to know uh, the last, from what I've been told, the last remaining glider that was built and used for the landing uh, landings on D-Day, uh, World War II is in an air museum in Grand Forks. Really? Yeah. Got a lot of stuff and, around here. And if he sends me his uh, his contact info, I might be able to put him in touch with a guy that collects a lot of military artifacts, um, half, what are they called, half tracks, mm-hmm. jeeps, mm-hmm. trucks with big guns on from World War One, World War Two and what he calls the uh, United Nations uh, post-World War II era. And he's got a lot of vehicles, and he might be able to help you out. And I've seen a lot of these military-style Jeeps for sale on Facebook Marketplace for a lot cheaper than one would imagine. Right. I still have to get that account. Oh, it's addicting. There was a Lambo on it last week. What? Yeah, I, I was wondering about the marketing of a $165,000 Lamborghini on Facebook Marketplace. Is that the audience you're going for? I guess. Yeah. You're not going to find that audience on Craigslist. I was, no, but you'd find it on, like, say, Bring a Trailer. Bring a Trailer. Yeah. I'm not, as, I'm not a car guy like you two, but I saw at a dealership recently a new Corvette for $94,000. Is that possible? Yes. Wow. Do you think it's too much? Oh, yeah, I guess I I wouldn't 
I wouldn't have known if I have you seen these things. Yeah, no, uh, they look cool as hell. These are legit. These new Ferrari Corvette, rivals yeah. now. Yeah, no, these new Corvettes are, gele- but, uh, are legit. What would a new Corvette have run at that you know at that price or at that top level? What would that have run ten years ago? That's in the sixties. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They've been pricey for a while. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the new Corvette is worth the money. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it looked Jesus. cool. That's the only reason why I walked over it, because I wanted yeah, to give it to you. I get deal. dizzy when I see them. They're, just, they're so amazing. <laughs> only Light because head. they come to us from... Mm, mm, <laughs> Pumalanga, South oh, Africa. Pumalanga. From the uh, traveling linemen's at WorldWideWaftage.com. On this day... Today is August 22nd, Joe. In 1888, the Minnesota Farmers' Almanac and the Knights of Labor held a conference to organize the Farm and Labor Party, nominating uh, Ignatius Donnelly as their gubernatorial candidate. Donnelly would, however, withdraw from the race, and thus the nascent party would collapse. From the ashes of their false start, the members and organizations associated in the Farm and Labor Party would eventually become the Nonpartisan League and the Minnesota Federation of, they would become the Nonpartisan League and the Minnesota Federation of Labor, the direct ancestors of the Farmer Labor Party, organizing the new party 30 years later on August 24 and 25, 1918, and nominating David Evans as their gubernatorial candidate. On this day in 1912, Kova Knutson, Koya, I'm sorry, Koya Knutson was born in Edmore, North Dakota. In 1954, she became the first female Congress from Minnesota, and she would be respected nationwide for her stance on agriculture issues and her championing of the family farm. In 1958, however, members of her own family conspired with her husband, Andy Knudsen, to keep her from winning a third congressional term. Known as the Koya Come Home episode, this scandal is unfortunately what most people remember about Knudsen rather than her political record as a congresswoman. Because the old man said, you know, where's my breakfast? Right. Koya Come Home. On this day in 1999, <laughs> and I was in the building for this. I pulled a chair up next to the yeah. sink and the yeah. stove. I don't know what else she needs. I was in the building for this event. It was on this day in 1999, Governor Jesse the Body Ventura returned to his roots, refereeing a professional wrestling match at Target Center. Remember that? There was a guy sure named Mr. Ass. Mr. Ass. Was on the card. Yeah, what a governor. What year did you say? 1999. Wow. That's 23 years ago. Yes, it is. On this day in 19... I'm sorry. On this day in 2002, a drug raid left an 11-year-old boy injured by a policeman's bullet and incited violent protests in North Minneapolis. The protest came two weeks after another young African-American man was shot by police in the same neighborhood, and protesters accused the police of targeting African-Americans. The press are targets of violence during this protest. The press was. Hmm. I did not, I don't, I'm not recalling that. And that was as recently as 2002, and I'm not recalling I it. don't recall that either. Thank you, GLers. Hey, thank you so much. Let me hit this button right there. Garage Logic has a YouTube channel, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have not done so, please hit the subscribe button on said channel. We would greatly appreciate it because there we are posting daily content for your enjoyment. 
You can also follow us along on all of our social media channels, which is, of course, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget to get to the website and sign up for the Garage Logic newsletter that is coming very soon. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.